What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Two Minute Drill presented by Deep Dive Sports. I'm your host, Dom, and this week I am joined by John and Brian. So the NFL regular season is officially over. Playoffs start this week. We're just going to jump right into it. What are what are some of the takeaways you guys had last week? We'll start with uh, John on this one. Well, I, I think the Browns are in good shape for next year. Uh, I think the Baker's healthy. And I think the pieces, uh, I think the pieces are already in place. I think if we're just healthy, we'll be good next year. That's kind of what I took away from the Browns. Okay, sounds good, Brian. What about you? Um, something I took away was the Packers might be one of those teams where, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't stay in the off season, they might be a little less than comfortable at QB. I mean, last week we got to see Jordan Love play for a little bit, and you know. Didn't play awful, but, I mean, 10 for 17, one touchdown, two interceptions isn't great. So, you know, going from Aaron Rodgers to, you know, somebody who's barely had any play time could be really interesting. That's fair. That's fair. One thing that I took away from the NFL this week is the Steelers is down on on them as everyone was. We all know their struggles on offense. They, they might be a team that could give the Chiefs – a little bit of a problem. I don't think they're going to win. I, I really don't think they're going to win, but I, I do think they're they're not going to get blown out because um, this team, they just don't quit. You know, they they fight harder than pretty much any other team in the league. They got a good defense as long as J.J. Watt's healthy. They're always going to be in every game. As long as Big Ben doesn't turn the ball over, they, they stand a little bit of a chance. Um, again, don't think they're going to win, but I think going forward – into next year, as long as they get a quarterback, I think the the future could be pretty bright for this organization. But moving on to top two, everyone has one player or a group of players that they like to watch out for each week. What are some of the players you guys are watching out for this week? And we'll start with Brian. Well, I got Kyler Murray and just a little bit of just the entire Cardinals team. I mean, uh, you know, they dominated the first half of the year and They've been struggling lately, so, you know, they've lost four out of five. So going into the playoffs, playing like the divisional rival for them, I'm really curious to see if they can get back into the swing of like that early season form or if they're going to continue to struggle. Okay. All right, John, what did, who are you watching out for? Uh, Jamar Chase from the Cincinnati Bengals. He has like 13 receiving touchdowns. His over a thousand yards receiving. I can't remember the exact number. I he's just a stud, and he has a really good quarterback, and they know each other really well. They both played at LSU, so that that's who I'm watching out for. I think he's going to give the Raiders a lot of trouble. Okay. Oh, yeah, with that secondary, I definitely think so. Right, right. I think the player that I'm watching out for this week. This is tough. I I was deciding between two players for this, but I'm going to go with Josh Allen. He's a guy that came into the season as I think a lot of people had him as a front runner for the MVP. He had a little bit of a down year, didn't play as well. The whole Bills team really didn't play as well as we thought that they would. They made the playoffs. They got the Patriots. Can, can Josh Allen put the team on his back and beat Bill Belichick in the playoffs? I think that's going to be I, I think this has the, the opportunity to become a defining moment for him as, as something that could that he could use as a launch pad, you know, for his career. Because he's already considered one of the best young quarterbacks in the league, but he hasn't really 
done much in the playoffs to really kind of solidify what we are started, starting to think about him. Um, so I think this is a big opportunity for him, and I want to see how he kind of shines in the spotlight because the regular season numbers, you know, last year and this year are, are great, more so great last year. But, you know, he hasn't really put it together in the playoffs. So I'm, I'm really looking to see what he does this week. But moving on to second down, the NCAA playoffs just finished up last night with Georgia taking the NCAA championship over Alabama. What did you guys think of the playoffs uh, this year? We had some new teams. Ultimately, it was another SEC battle in the championship game, but Michigan and Cincinnati both made their first playoff appearances. Did you guys have anything that you took away from the playoffs or were you kind of just not interested in it because all the new teams? Well, we'll start with John. Um, he, you know, here's the thing about the whole playoff situation. I thought it was the same problem with the um, with when we didn't have the playoffs in the in the uh, in the college bowl games, um, and I don't know how to fix this, but I feel like the, the smaller schools like like Cincinnati, for example, I don't think they get enough respect. Um, and I think I think when you have like let's say you had Georgia and Alabama national championship game, um, I think there's a certain certain situation where the people that make all the money in college football, they want the big money teams in the playoffs rather than the teams that are really good. I, I feel like it's a money thing more than the overall progress of the, of the teams. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like for instance, like Cincinnati, they had to go undefeated just to make the playoffs. And even when they made the playoffs, they were number four. So I, I like I like I said I don't, I don't think like the smaller schools get enough credit when it comes to like playoffs and making like the big bowl games or making the national championship games because the, the bigger schools that are marketable and you know you, you see my TV all the time like Notre Dame Alabama Ohio State Georgia a lot of teams from, a lot of teams from the SEC I I get I just I wonder sometimes if it's a more of a money thing when it comes to making bowl games and when it comes to making the playoffs rather than how many wins you have on your season or how many what your stats are you know I just I hope yeah. does that make sense Yeah I I think obviously money I think plays a factor into it but I think another big factor is strength of schedule and you look at a lot of these smaller schools I mean you look at Cincinnati yeah they made the playoffs. But, you know, the, the AAC that they play in, you know, the, the teams aren't as good as, you know, an SEC and, you know, a Big Ten and all that. So they're already kind of behind the eight ball. Even if they go undefeated, you know, they look at who they play and they're like, yeah, you guys went undefeated. But, you know, a two-loss Alabama team that played, you know, five top 15 opponents throughout the season, we're going to give them more of a benefit of the, of the doubt than – you know, maybe a, an undefeated or a one loss, you know, Cincinnati or an, a similar program. But Brian, what about you? What did you think? I mean, so just giving you the perspective is I'm not a huge college ball fan, but the fact that they had a bunch of new teams made it a lot more interesting to me. Just the main reason why I never got too much into the college football was just because it's always the same couple teams. But uh, I love the fact fact that we had Cincinnati who was like a definite underdog to cheer for it was really cool even though you know we all 
living in the Buckeye State. It was really cool seeing Michigan make it that far, beat OSU, effectively knocking them out. And it just made things a lot less predictable than what it has been in years past. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, college football is something that, that I'm always interested in. You know, I'm going to watch college football. I'm going to watch the playoffs no matter what. Um, but my interest in the playoffs this year was definitely definitely heightened compared to years past just because, of, like you said, the new teams. But I, I really like rooting for the underdog. And I think it was really cool to see a program like Cincinnati, which comes from a non-Power 5 conference, to make the playoffs and, and show these mid-sized, you know, Division One schools that, yeah, if you go undefeated, you win your conference, you also have a shot at making the playoffs. And I think that's that's great for college football because that brings a lot of attention and a lot of money into these programs that, you know, they could use to help develop and become, you know, one of these major programs that we see across the country. But overall, I think the, the, the games were all right. Um, Cincinnati obviously didn't play as well as I hoped they would. <laughs> I was hoping that they would win. Um, Michigan didn't really look that great either. But, I mean, going up against Alabama, not other than Georgia, not many teams looked that good. And then the game last night, was it was, it was a well-fought game, uh, really interesting. Georgia pulling away at the end, obviously. But overall, I think it was a good playoffs. And I'm really excited for next year because I think the way this year finished out, I think it sets up really nicely for next year. But moving on to topic two of second down, we got the, the first round of the NFL playoffs starting on Saturday. Uh, we got games Saturday, Sunday, and for the first time ever, Monday wildcard games. I am so excited to watch playoff football on Monday. Kind of brings some excitement to uh, otherwise monotonous week. But what do you guys think is going to happen in the wildcard round? So we got the Steelers versus Chiefs. Patriots versus Bills, Raiders, Bengals, Bucks versus Eagles, 49ers versus Cowboys, and Cardinals versus Rams. Do you guys have any predictions? Who do you think is going to win these games? We'll start with uh, we'll start with Brian on this one. All right, I'm just going to give you you know a quick little rundown on my opinion on each game. So Chiefs Steelers definitely think Chiefs will take. I mean. The Steelers, yeah, I love their defense, but their offense has struggled. I think the Chiefs are just going to be too much for them. I got the Patriots beating the Bills. I mean, just, uh, again, that's another team with great defense, but I think that might be the best game of the week. Uh, Bengals are going to be too much for the Raiders. Buccaneers over Eagles, which I don't think anybody's really going to pick the Eagles this week to win that. Cowboys over uh are going to probably win their game and then i got the cardinals beating the rams and kind of making a comeback since they've been struggling lately like i said earlier okay all right john what about you uh i, I have the chiefs beating the steelers i think they're gonna blow them out i don't think it's gonna be close because <clears throat> they blew them out a week or two ago i also have the pats beating the bills or yes i also have the pats beating the bills I actually have the Raiders beating the um, the Cincinnati, uh, mainly because the Cincinnati Bengals have not won a playoff game since January sixth of nineteen ninety one. So it's been thirty one years. I just I feel like that that streak's going to continue. Uh, I have the Bucks beating the uh, the Eagles. I don't. I I think that's going to be another blowout. Um, 
49ers. I think they'll beat the Cowboys, and I got the Rams winning also. Okay. So my predictions, I got the Chiefs beating the Steelers. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I think it's going to be a well-fought game, but the Chiefs, are they're too strong on offense. Um, I'm going to have the Bills beating the Patriots. I think it's still too early for Mac Jones, even though he played really well. The Patriots defense is, you know, probably the best in the NFL. Um, I still just think the Bills are going to be too much for him. I think the Bengals are going to beat the Raiders because that offense, when that offense is firing on all cylinders, I don't think there's any defense in the NFL that can really stop them. Um, The Raiders, great story. I'm really interested in this game. I think it's, you know, two teams that, that really fight hard. They don't quit. I just think the Bengals just have too much firepower on offense and their defense is just good enough to, to slow down the Raiders. Eagles and Bucks. I think that game could be pretty interesting, but I think the Bucks are going to win that one. 49ers, Cowboys. I'm going with the 49ers mostly because I hate the Cowboys <laughs> with a burning passion. But the, the 49ers, <laughs> the, the 49ers uh, rushing attack is, is no joke. And if Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy, you know, he, He's not going to light the world on fire. He's not going to throw for 400 yards, but he doesn't turn the ball over. He gets the ball downfield. Uh, I can I can see the 49ers winning that one. And then Cardinals and Rams. Oh, man, I both neither, neither of these teams are, are looking particularly great at the end of the season, but I'm going to go with the Cardinals in this one. I just have no faith in in the Rams, no matter how much firepower they have on paper. I don't know, just something about that organization. They always hype themselves up and bring a lot of attention to themselves. And, you know, they, they never show up when, when it actually matters, but is there any teams that you think can make a surprise run to the Super Bowl? John, start with you on this one. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams actually. Um, they made a lot of big changes during the season. They brought in Ravon Miller. They have Aaron Donald. Just have a lot of playmakers. Um, if they can put the, if they can work, Together and, and work in unison, I, I, I could definitely think they'll make a run at it. Um, I don't think, as far as the AFC, um, I don't think the Patriots, just because they have a rookie quarterback, so maybe the Chiefs. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, probably my two picks. Okay. All right, Brian, what about you? Uh, my pick's going to be the Bengals. I mean, you got Joe Burrow, who's playing amazing lately. I definitely comeback player of the year I mean just a couple weeks ago they beat the Chiefs I mean they've shown they can beat anybody if they're you know it's a good day for them so I could see them making that surprise run and making it to the Super Bowl well you took my pick so I'm gonna improvise on, on this one now wasn't expecting anyone else to say the Bengals but another team that I think could make a surprise run to the Super Bowl is the Eagles I know, shocking, shocking everyone here is a bold prediction, but you got, you know, their first matchup against the Bucks, not the best. I'll give them that. But they have a lot of injuries. Um, Antonio Brown's obviously gone. Chris Godwin's gone. It's really just Gronk, Mike Evans, and what, Scotty Miller. Um, Leonard Fournette's still done for the season. Ronald Jones is, is banged up. They got some injuries on that defense. And the, the Eagles rushing attack with Jalen Hurts and that uh, the three running backs that they have in uh, Miles Saunders, Jordan Howard, and Boston Scott is really good. And Devonta Smith is no joke. 
I think they could they could make a run here and shock some people. Um, it, it would kind of surprise me if they made a surprise run to the, to the Super Bowl, but I think if things fall their way, I think they could take advantage of some opportunities. But we'll we'll obviously see how uh, how that plays out. Did you imagine uh, everybody's reaction if the Buccaneers got knocked out round one? Hey, they almost did last year. The the football team and Taylor Heineke uh, had the game of his life there, and it, it, that was a pretty damn close game. Yeah. And I, I think Jalen Hurts obviously is, is better than Taylor Heineke. I think offensively, you know, that the Eagles have quite a bit of weapons. They also have a really good defense, too, that's, that's kind of underappreciated. So I, I think they can definitely cause some havoc in the – they could definitely cause some havoc for the Bucks' offense. I'll be surprised if they win, but I think I think it could be a close game. I think they could do it. Moving on to third down. Uh, so last week's game of the week is the was the 49ers and Rams. What did you guys take away from that game? We'll start with John. Uh, I, I still think the Rams are the better team than the 49ers. Uh, they only lost by a field goal. It was a close game. And 49ers are a really good team. Um, I just feel like the Rams are better than how they're playing right now. Fair, fair. All right, Brian, what about you? Um, I mean, going into that game, the 49ers definitely went in with, you know, more on the line, and it definitely shows. I mean, they ended, ended up leading in, you know, total yards, passing yards, rushing yards. And, I mean, it definitely shows that they were playing their heart out against the Rams, too. You know, they probably went into that game a little less, you know, with a lot less – in uh, at stake yeah i mean that's that's fair i think it, it was it was a good game i think we learned a lot about both teams the rams have a lot to figure out on offense they have a lot to figure out on defense i know they have a lot of firepower but they always seem to underperform i don't know what it is i don't know if it's too much pressure or just lack of chemistry but until they can, you know, put some consistent good wins together, I'm not going to have any faith in this organization. And the 49ers, they're getting healthy, and they look hungry. Defensively, they're shutting people down. Um, they got, you know, some some good key playmakers on defense. And on offense, I mean, you got Debo Samuel, who might be the best weapon in, in football right now. Um, just what he can do in the passing game and the rushing game. You got a quarterback that doesn't really make mistakes. You know, he doesn't, you know, make a lot of plays, but he doesn't turn the ball over. He puts his team in, you know, positions to win, and you got a good head coach. So I, I think I think we learned a lot about both teams, and you know, I'm um, I'm interested to see what the 49ers can do in the playoffs. <laughs> Moving on to fourth down, this week's game of the week, I chose the Bengals and Raiders, two underdog teams that no one thought would be anywhere near the playoffs this year somehow make the playoffs surprise everyone we got two cinderella stories how do you guys think this game is going to play out do you think the Bengals snap their playoff streak do you think the the raiders show that they're for real how do you guys see this playing out we'll start with brian um i think uh the Bengals will snack uh snap that, that playoff streak i mean like i said earlier they've been playing really really well i mean they've beaten just about everybody where the Raiders, I kind of want to say, put them making the playoffs more into luck than, you know, the Bengals. And yeah. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we can agree on that. Yeah. 
I just uh, I don't see them having an answer for Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow. I mean, just that offense is so good. And like you said, the defense is, you know, good enough to, you know, make the difference. Yeah. John, what about you? Uh, I think the Raiders are going to win. I don't think the Bengals are going to snap that playoff streak. Not, not yet, at least. Um, I think the Raiders are going to really run the ball. Yeah, uh, I, I, they, I mean, Josh Jacobs is a stud, and um, I, mean, I think Derek Carr is a decent quarterback. But I would say they have a, they probably have a better rushing attack than they do passing. Um, so I, I think they're going to run the ball. I think it's going to be a close game, though, maybe even a shootout. But um, I, I think the Raiders are going to win. I think they're going to have to run the ball and then play D. Okay. I, I do think the Bengals are, are going to win this one. I think it's going to be a really high-scoring game. Uh, I've been impressed with both of these teams all season. Uh, both teams have some drama. Um, the, for a while, we thought that they were both you know coming back to what we thought they would be. Turns out they turned their season around. Both went on pretty impressive winning streaks and made the playoffs. All season, I've been impressed with Derek Carr. I think he's he's shown that he's a franchise quarterback. They got some. They got good enough playmakers on defense. They have playmakers on offense, not as much as the Bengals. But I mean, if you catch if you catch some of these Bengals weapons on a bad day, I, who's to say that the Raiders can't pull away with this one? But I, I think the way that these teams match up, I, it's just it's going to be a high scoring game. Both teams have good offenses. I think the obviously the Bengals have more firepower on offense. With I mean, you got Joe Burrow who. I think <laughs> put himself in the MVP conversation um, the last couple of weeks of the season. I don't think he'll win it, but he definitely showed that he could play at that caliber. You got Jamar Chase, who's I think the favorite to win rookie of the year. Then you also still have T Higgins and then Joe Mixon. I, I don't know how you stop this offense. I, I, I just see the, the Bengals pulling away with this one, just based off of, you know, just pure talent. So that wraps up fourth down. Moving on to our two-point conversion. What is one prediction for this week across football? We'll start with Brian. Uh, I got the Patriots upsetting the Bills. I mean, I know Mac Jones, he's a rookie. You never really want to root or never want to bet on the rookie in the playoffs, but I don't even think it's going to be the offense that does it for them. They have one of the best defenses in the league, and I think that's the deciding factor there. So I definitely could see the Patriots upsetting the Bills. Okay. All right, John, what about you? Uh, Raiders and Bengals play a shootout. I have the Raiders winning by either a field goal or a touchdown. I think it's going to be close, but I think it's going to be a very high-scoring game. Okay. My prediction, I think – that T.J. Watt's going to have three sacks this week. I think he he alone is going to keep the Steelers in this game and do as much as he can. I, I think he's going to get three sacks. Well, might probably be wrong, but if there's anyone that can do it, it's, it's T.J. Watt. Um, so the final question for tonight's show, our much-beloved trivia question. So trivia question for this week, who was the first player – in NFL history to rush for 1,000 yards in the season. Again, no specific order of who's going to answer. Whenever you guys have a guess, shout it out. It's, it's somebody from a long time ago. I'm trying to think of all the 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 long time ago players. 
that that played a long time. Oh gosh. Um oh I I have I have my guess, but I can't think of what his name was. I could see if like his picture in my mind. Ryan, you got anything? I'm probably gonna mess up the name just because it's off the top of my head. Uh Joe Brown. Oh Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Yep. No, that was my first guess too. And yeah. it is not correct. It's not Marion Motley, is it? That's no, uh, he was a tight end. Mm-hmm. Nope, it is not Marion Motley. So the answer is a running back by the name of Beatty Feathers, who oh. in ni- 1934 played for the Chicago Bears, rushed for 1,004 yards. Yeah, I knew it was somebody from the 30s or 40s. You know what's more impressive about this? He did it in only 119 carries. So he, wow. he averaged he averaged 8.4 yards per carry. Is he in the Hall of Fame? He sounds like he should be. That's I don't have the answer to. Okay. Now I gotta look this up. How many games they played back then? Nine, ten, twelve? Um hold on. Let me add that to the list of questions. <laughs> so Beatty Feathers was inducted into the Hall of Fame. So in 1937, they played 11 games. Wow. Okay. So, so Beatty Feathers rushed for 1,004 yards and 119 carries in only 11 games. That's, that's a lot. That, that's, pretty, that's pretty damn impressive if you don't ask me. Yeah. But anyways, want to thank you guys again for coming on for this week. As always, we had a Pretty good conversation. We want to thank you guys for listening. And as always, we are Deep Dive Sports. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear more, feel free to listen to past episodes and look for new ones every Friday. And don't forget to follow us at deep.dive.sport on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for any update. And please let us know what you would like us to take a deep dive into next. As always, we are Deep Dive Sports. Until next time.